as a Troy resident myself, like, you know, I, I, I know that there are a high number of vacancies across the entire city workforce. Their pay is low. The benefits have been chipped away at over the years. And, you know, workers have been you know voting with their feet, basically. It's just like this. I can't make a living. I can't support my family working for the city of Troy. Mm-hmm. And so they're going other places. And I right. think if that if that uh, if that's going to st- stop, if we're going to hold on to, you know, uh, onto our workers and to rebuild the city workforce, the city's going to have to uh, come to the table and really put put money on the table for these folks to keep them keep them here and to bring new folks in. So that's I mean that's something I'm paying attention to. Uh, you know, there's other organizing to you know uh, you know happening here in the capital district. You know, the Starbucks workers are obviously still in the midst of negotiations and pushing for a national contract. And so the stores, the six or seven stores that organized here in the capital district, are a part of that. And hopefully, you know, there is some movement towards a, a contract there. Um, there was a story uh, in the news a couple of weeks ago that Starbucks, you know, had reached out to the union trying to restart those negotiations. Uh, not sure if that was a PR move or that was genuine, but uh, that remains to be seen. Um, so that'll have a local impact. And, um, you know, just in terms of my, my, my own, you know, my work that I've been doing as like, you know, Skidmore faculty, mm-hmm. um, non-tenure track faculty are in the midst of contract negotiations um and are towards the first contract and are hopefully going to reach one um before the end of this year uh this academic year and if that which would be you know june and if they're unsuccessful then you know by that point hopefully before the end of the year i mean we've been in bargaining since uh february of last year um so we're going on a, a over a year of negotiations um so you know we're hoping to to reach an agreement soon but uh and we're making we're making good progress towards it but it remains to be seen um, if the college will agree to, you know, changes that would improve pay and improve, improve job security for those folks. So that's, you know, a little bit local, a little bit of natural. Right, right. And John, uh, I want to ask you some more questions just about the activities of the uh, Troy Labor Labor Council. But, sure. but but first I want to uh, just ask you about that AFL-CIO statement on the situation in Israel and, and Gaza. And I do know that since the AFL, before the AFL issued this statement, you know, uh, there was union workers trying to push union or push the labor movement to make some type of statement about ceasefire. And some of them took a lot of slack for trying to do that. The AFL-CIO finally issued something on February the 8th, 2024, in which it was a short state press release that they issued. And it says, it says that the AFL-CIO condemns the attack by Hamas on October 7th and called for a negotiated ceasefire in Gaza, including the immediate release of all hostages and provisionals, provisions of desperate needed shelter, food, medicine, and other humanitarian assistance to the Gazan, and reaffirm our support of a two-state solution for long-term peace and security. And that was that short statement they, they issued. So what are your thoughts about that? I, I think that um, they are engaging in a, a war genocide and an ethnic cleansing to uh, push uh, the Palestinians to the 2.3, 2.4 million Palestinians that reside in the Gaza Strip out, uh, are using the events on October 7th to, uh, to justify 
this genocide. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, as of you know, as of you know, the, today or the past couple of days, I mean, the, the number of confirmed deaths is north of twenty-eight thousand. A majority of those are children. Majority of those, a majority are women and children, right? Um, and so, I think workers, regardless what they saw, you know, what happened on October seventh, can put two and two together and understand that, like, this is this isn't right. What's happening is horrifying. It is asymmetrical, and the only way, the only the only thing that has successfully released a number of hostages from Hamas's, you know, captive, you know, captivity with Hamas has been peace, has been a, a, an, a cessation of, of conflict and of war, um, and to release those hostages into into you know to hopefully you know in, in, or not hopefully but to introduce you know humanitarian aid into Gaza, um, and I think so. Workers saw these images and. You know, first we, you know, there was, you know, independent like local unions put out statements of their own. You know, there's some central labor councils, despite uh, it sort of being prohibited, put out statements um, calling on calling on the uh, President Biden and Congress to demand a ceasefire, an immediate ceasefire. And then, you know, a bunch of, you know, national internationals, you know, put out their own statements. You know, obviously, first and foremost was was the UAW um, mm-hmm. called for a ceasefire. Um, and, and I and I think. You know, it's it's significant that 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 it was it started with the UAW because the UAW you know represents a lot of workers who work in the defense industry, um, and so like calling for a ceasefire, um, in a, in a sense, uh, you know, hurts the bottom line. It's it's this you know it's it's producing you know weapons of war. Uh, you know, unfortunately, that is how you know they make their living, <laughs> um, and uh, in, in a sense, and, and so I think. That uh, that is significant, and then other unions came out. The, the American Federation of Teachers, the um, you know my my international union, uh, Service Employees International Union, put out a statement. Mm-hmm. Um, various you know international unions have put out a statement, and I think the AFL finally uh, responded to that crescendo and and, and made uh, and made that issue that statement, and it's the right statement, and it's and it's important um, that labor uh, for a ceasefire. You know, I, I never would have thought that I would see in my my lifetime, um, you know, this this you know this sort of uh, you know about face, you know, in terms of the general American, you know, electorate and and, and voters and people, you know, in favor of a, of a ceasefire, viscerally opposed to what um, Israel was doing in Gaza. I, I don't think you can look at these images and be like, this is this is fine. This is. This is uh, symmetrical. This is justified. I, I, I think it, it's that's impossible. I think it's and uh, hopefully, uh, you know, more and more, uh, you know, elected officials and other you know people in positions of political authority, um, you know, call for the same because I think uh, um, you know something's got to give. <laughs> obviously, right. Okay. And so there's one other uh, issue I want to ask you about too. And uh, I know the uh, Troy Area Labor Council been involved in the Burdett birth center uh, issue in Troy and uh, just want to know what is the latest on keeping the birth center open um, so, it's, and so I, I we, we have been involved with the coalition since mm-hmm. the very beginning right um, my, my, my my wife is uh, a very uh, is a is it very involved in a, a core organizer with the coalition um, the, the fight continues um, uh, you know the the St. Peter's Health Partners, which uh, uh, operates Samaritan Hospital and the Burdett Birth Center, is is holding a, a town hall later this month. Um, you know, for the community to come and and, and to you know a, you know answer questions that they might have. 
Um, and, you know, they're still committed to closing it. Um, but uh, I think that, you know, again, you know, the locally, like the, the, the plan is, is opposed by all corners. Um, and, and uh, you know, I think one of the things that some folks, you know, some groups in the organization and the coalition have tried to make a point to say is it's not, it's not just about Burdett Birth Center, though. It, it is, you know, it is the most you know, pressing concern because it is the only maternity ward here in Rensselaer County. But it's part of a, you know, a broader project of St. Peter's Health Partners and, and you know, the healthcare industry as a whole. Uh, you know, it's, they're really in the grand scheme of things. They're trying to close this hospital, I think. You know, they're trying to close Samaritan. They they closed a dental health clinic. They closed a, a mental health clinic. They, they've, you know, none of these are profitable. Trinity Health, this, uh, you know, Catholic health network um, based out of Michigan. So, the, the campaign to, to save Burdette is not just to save Burdette, because that's important, but I think it's also to save only hospital in Rensselaer County um, and to make sure that there is accessible care, whether it be maternal health care um, uh, or, you know, health care generally for Rensselaer County residents. Um, and so we'll, we'll be we'll be uh, participating or we'll be attending that uh, that, uh, that town hall later this month. Oh, it's a, uh, a town know, hall meeting gonna... later this month? On that? Yeah, I, I forget the exact date, uh-huh. but uh, yeah, there is a town hall later this month. Uh-huh. Uh, I think it's the 27th or 28th. Okay. Uh, and um, yeah, so we'll be there and we'll be calling on St. Peter's to uh, not close this house, uh, this, this birth center mm-hmm. and to keep Burnett open. You know, it's, the campaign's not over yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, like, we really do need a big showing at this town hall later this month. All right, son. Uh, I want to thank you uh, for doing this interview. And there's a lot of other questions that I really want to ask you, but because of time, we can't do it. But, you know, we'll talk again in the future about some of these uh, issues and things that are happening. Before I let you go, is there any other points that you want to bring up that the community should know about what's going on with the labor movement or Detroit Area Labor Council? I uh, I don't think we covered already. Oh, right. Yeah, that mm-hmm. we haven't covered already. <laughs> <laughs> not, that I, not that I could think of, but, uh, you know, yeah, we should do this again soon. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you again. And that's uh, Sean Collins, who's president of Detroit Area Labor Council. Thanks again, Sean. Not a problem. You have a good day. Good day.